Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 129 of Be With Me. We're in a seven-minute conversation about the contents of the New Testament, one little seven-minute bite at a time. We're just done with the Beatitudes, and we're going to talk about salt and light and cityness today. This is from Matthew chapter 5. It's part of the Sermon on the Mount. Here it is, 513, you are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So we have a bunch of um, pictures of saltiness and light and cityness and lamp, and uh, we're going to assess today the essence of those things. And then the the very practical uh, part of it is where is it located? And who is it for? And then finally, what is it to be doing? What's the goal here? And that's that God would be glorified. All right, let's start with verse 13. You are the salt of the earth. And salt is valuable. It's a valuable preservative. And it's also tasty. It's just winsome and attractive and valuable and makes the corn on the cob taste better. And... um, what Jesus is saying here is we we I I want you to be more than just present. I want you to be an influencer. I want you to be a change maker. Don't be tasteless, essenceless, no good, trampled, discarded. And and today's lesson is so practical because we we assess ourselves for saltiness now. So well, how about me? Well, if I were thrown out of my church or trampled, would anybody notice? Or expand it into the size of your church. If your church and and the people of your church disappeared, would your city suffer? Would its influence be noticed? So the positive side of this is you have a place, you have a gift, you have something to serve. You have a part of the body that is needed and, and God wants you to be doing something with it. All right, verse 14, you are the light of the world. So the theological thing, if we fly up 10,000 feet here, is we're the light of the world only because he's the light of the world, as it says in John chapter 1. And we are representational and we're ambassadors. And we just got done with the Sermon on the Mount, uh, part of it, which was the Beatitudes. And he said, we are the peacemakers, trying to make peace between a rebellious people and a, and a patient uh, God. So we have an, an assignment a commissioning from the king, and obviously we're knuckleheads and we're unworthy, but but that's the way he designed the church, is we're supposed to be doing stuff. Uh, the, the thing that makes us special is that we have the indwelling of God, and he says he promises that he will come to us and make our home with us. So our motivation is not my greatness or 
my prominence, the motivation is his greatness. We are trying to push, make him bigger. Um, all right, so let's talk about location. The city is supposed to be on a hill. So in all these things, there's a location. Salt isn't supposed to be under the feet, and a city isn't supposed to be in a ditch. It's on a hill. It's in a in a display place of position to be noticed. Now, obviously not yet perfect, but influential and noticed and doing something. Similarly, verse 15 nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. You put a lamp on a stand. So in all these things, there's this charge of, of be the right thing and be in the right place and be doing the right things for the right purpose. So both salt and light and cityness, we want, we, Jesus, wants us to be positioned for illumination and influence he wants us to be uh, ambassadors. Now, why? What's the big the big purpose? The big purpose is that God uh, is glorified, that people see it, they notice it, maybe respond to the Lord, and then give glory to God. So what's glor- glorify is noticing the characteristics and the character of God. And if people just can say, God, you are powerful and you are patient and you have Hesed defining these things and recounting these things and appreciating these things, that is glorifying glorifying God. So we are to be a people of saltiness and light and cityness. Why a city? Let me just comment on that. I think a city, if you've ever been to, let's say, a dynamic city such as New York City, it's just a fun place. There's just so much happening. There's so many gifts being utilized, if you will. So let's be on a hill. Let's be on a stand. Let's not be underfoot. Let's be in places of influence and let's be in the business of getting people or being involved, obviously God's the super one in charge of this, to glorify and recognize and appreciate the characters of God. So I think, in conclusion, let's assess our lampiness, our brightness, our tastiness, our saltiness, our dynamicism of our uh, of the city, and let's assess what we're doing with it. Where are we putting our 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 uh, our, our city? We're supposed to be influencing the borders. The the emphasis in this passage is out, out, out. Stand on a hill. Stand before men. Uh, put the city on a hill. And let's get to the point of glorifying glorifying God. So let's get shining and serving and teaching and mentoring and singing and giving and staying faithful when times are tough and encouraging for that is the church. That is the influence of God's people. Thanks for listening. Consider and I'll see you all tomorrow.